0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the show. I thought I'd make a short video here and uh, tell you about my weekend. I went down to CPAC for the 2021 CPAC thing, but I didn't really go to CPAC. I went across the street. I went across the street and watched Nick Fuentes give one of the best speeches I've ever heard. Um, So if you didn't know, uh, CPAC had their 2021 annual conference down in Dallas, and The theme of the conference was America uncancelled, but guess who isn't invited? Nick, almost like they what? Cancelled him. Um, So he kind of did uh, an ironic take on that and he did another speech across the uh, street kind of pointing out their hypocrisy. And uh, it was really cool. I was really excited. Uh, I got to take a picture with him. It was awesome. It was cool to meet Nick. He's a cool dude. He's a real human being. A real human being. And I am a real human being. I got my white boy summer shirt on right now. Look at him. He's so cute. He's just like me. He's just like me. Um, But it was a super awesome time. I'm super white-pilled now. Uh, We can do this, guys. We can win. Um, Whoever watches my channel, I don't know who you are, but we can do this, boys but it was such a cool experience. I drove down there and uh, see I got down there like at 1.30 and I drove around. I didn't wanna leave my car anywhere in Dallas because I didn't, everywhere it says like your car is gonna to be towed or something. Like if you park here, your car is gonna to be towed. We're gonna to get you. Um, so I went to Jack in the Box and I ate there and I parked there for a little bit and then I went to 7-Eleven and I parked there, I bought a water bottle so they couldn't tow me for not being a customer. And then uh, I drove around a little bit and I have a little I'm b a bit directionally challenged. It's one of my many idiosyncrasies or perhaps flawed. I mean, even though I look perfect, I do have I do have my issues. Um and uh, there's it's not uh, it's not a small number of issues. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, um I drove around and I got lost in Dallas for a while. I started to panic, uh, I thought I might have an autistic moment in the car, but um, I just listened to my directions and I was able to get back on track. Uh, they had these weird stop signs in Dallas where they would like tell you to stop on the side of the on the road, kind of like you'd see it at like, a campus or something. And so I'd be driving and like, slam on the brakes because it would turn red all of a sudden, I'd just see it out of the corner of my eye. So that was hard to get used to, but I eventually made it back to the right place on Stimmons or whatever. Then I went into a uh, Denny's and I ate there. I popped in there real quick. It was like three forty-five, and um, they also had a sign that said, "If you don't eat, then we're gonna tow your car." So I ran in there and I ate some uh, pancake bites, and they had the little cream cheese that you dip it in. So they were like piping hot, and I like shoved them in my mouth, tongue burning. Like paid for my bill, um, and I ran out of there. And then luckily, when I came back, my car was still there, but. It took a while for Nick to get there. He was late. Uh, but you know what? You know what? Time doesn't tell Nick Fuentes what to do. He tells time what to do. Imagine following a leader that lets time dictate when they talk. All right. So we had to wait for a while. Um, but there was an ele- electric energy in the air. So it was kind of a good build up. And then he got there and pulled up in a super cool car. The security gripers are there um, making sure nobody wanted to hurt uh nicholas and then he walked in and they had to set up the room in the magnolia ballroom or whatever and we had to wait in the hallway for a long time and i was sitting there i think i was sitting there with lance videos i'm not sure uh but it was really hot in the hallway everybody was packed in there um you know amphibians uh, whenever they get packed in there they start getting hot so they handed out some water bottles some mini water bottles uh but it was worth it. We had to wait there, I don't know, it felt like 30 minutes or so we had to wait in the hallway. But once we got in there, it was all worth it. Even though even in the room, the ballroom, it was really hot in there too. But it was worth it. If you're not willing to suffer for a then what's the point? You think the whole thing is gonna be like a picnic? Are you kidding me? Um But it was super cool. Uh this like some there were some cringe dudes, like they didn't seem like they were really gropers. They, uh, they were like getting drunk and stuff. He had like a Trump shirt on and he looked like he was like mid thirties or something. He looked like he was just there to get drunk. And like, he was trying to live stream the event and his like battery ran out. He's like, does anybody have a battery? Anybody have a battery? And then he kept interrupting Nick's speech. Like imagine having the gall to do that. So Nick had to like several times. He was like, can we get started? It's getting hot in here. And then Nick would be like, chill. and then nick was talking about all the things he's been banned off of he was like i've been banned off of twitter off of facebook off of instagram then the guy all of a sudden he started he yelled out telegram like he's obviously drunk and doesn't know what we're talking about and then nick was like yeah instagram because he didn't hear him and he's like no telegram and then nick stopped the speech looked at him and was like yeah what about it and then the guy was like it's uncensored and then Nick was like, yeah, everyone here is on that. We get it, dude. And then the guy was like, why is he talking to me like that, man? And then there were these girls in front of me. And they were like, the guys were wanting to sit by him. It's like they'd never seen a girl before or something. It was like, they were trying to get these other guys that probably real groipers. And they were sitting there just trying to enjoy Nick's speech. And I was like, hey, man, switch seats with me. Switch seats with me so I can sit by this chick. Just a total shit show. Didn't know how to act. They weren't dressed properly. Uh, there were some issues with that. They just had like T shirts and shorts on. I mean, come on, come on. You gotta like if you're gonna come to a Groiper ev- a Groiper event, like I'm still pretty new, like it was just this year that I really started following Nick, but if you're gonna to come to a groiper event, you need to be dressed for the occasion. You some of the guys were in white boy summer attire or professional fits and I chose the professional fits route. But you can't come in shorts and a t shirt. That's not the image we're trying to present. Like, I mean Nick talks about all the time. You need to respect optics. This is that's what the movement is about. You gotta you gotta look good, you gotta sound good, or you gotta feel good. Because everybody's trying all the time to um, defame us and uh, tell lies about us and um, undermine the movement. So why give them uh, ammo? Why give them, them ammunition? You need to look the part. You need to look professional. You're gonna show up. Have a good time. You don't want to come in looking like a schlub or like some uh, guy who's on Reddit or something like that. So anyway. That was some of my takeaways from there, but one thing that really stood out to me from this was that I used to be a Shapiro stan, or confession, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everyone goes through that stage, but listening, the difference between listening to a Ben Shapiro speech and a Nick Fuentes speech, there's a huge, huge gap there, and like, if you listen to a Ben Shapiro speech, all he talks about is like the free market, or eh, the glories of the free market, and the marketplace of ideas, okay folks? That's like really all he talks about. And then you you go away there, and like you've been listening to him talk about the economy for an hour, and you're like, okay, this is all good and all, like capitalism, like woohoo. But there's something missing. There's something missing. There's not really a humanity there. And in Nick's speech, there was humanity because he's a real human being, he's a real guy. <laughs> but that's one of the things I noticed. There was beauty in Nick's speech. He talked about, um, fighting, fighting for, uh, fighting back against anti-white propaganda. What speaks to human beings? Um, their heritage, their culture, their family. Um, there was beauty and truth in Nick's speeches, and and fighting for Jesus Christ. He talked about that. You won't have, you won't find that in a Ben Shapiro speech. Okay, it was so refreshing to hear that. This is we're fighting for God. We're fighting to take this country back for God. You won't hear Ben Shapiro talk about that in his speech. It's just like, well, if you don't hurt me, then I won't hurt you. I I, I don't understand how that affects me. Like, you'll make cringe justifications like that. And it was so cool to hear Nick talk about that. He talks about things that human beings actually care about and will stand up and fight for. You don't really have that same feeling when you talk about the evils of socialism or something like that we're we're much more man is much more than dollars and cents we're we're a whole lot more than that we're not just dollar signs okay we're flesh and blood human beings that believe in ideas and nick really spoke to my heart on that and it was so white billing and so cool to be there um and also on my way there one of the things i was thinking about was i i got all dressed up um like usually I don't dress up that much, but I knew I needed to get dressed up for this thing. But I got dressed up. I went to Latin Mass beforehand. Um, I received my Lord on my knees um, on the communion rail. And uh, as I was leaving, there was this kid, this white little white kid, about six or seven years old. And he was going to get the holy water. And he stopped and he looked at me. And then uh, I was like, no, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And then he looked up at me and he was like, He looked up at me, he looked at me with his eyes, and I could tell he was admiring me. He he looked up to me, and that really meant something. It's like, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to be able to see the effects of advocacy or what I do in trying to stop anti-white propaganda or trying to bring the country back for God, but that's why we do what we do for that little kid. Maybe not for us, but for our children and other white kids that are just coming up and are experiencing this in their schools they're being told that they're bad being told that they're evil because of the color of their skin and that's why I was going there and that's why I went it was it was a cool moment and it reminded me of that that's something that you should be willing to suffer for that's something that I'm willing to suffer for is for that little kid to have a have a have a good life and I hope that he does but that was just I had such a cool weekend I wanted to it, whoever watches my program or my videos I want to give you an update on that but thank you so much for